0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Red Cap Recap. I'm your host, Dick Burns, and joining me as always, my assistant, Professor Merninwood. <laughs> Professor, are, are you there?
1: I am. old chap. It's nice to hear you again.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for making the time to come today. We are going to be uh, going through week one results of the league entitled Men and Tights. Um, interesting league, terrible name. Uh, what do you know about these guys?
1: Um, I'm pretty sure that they all are uh, what I, I think the you americans call homosexuals. I'm pretty sure that the league is full of them. Uh, you can tell by some of these names. I see like feeling my chub names and, uh, and guys and hard men and it's boners. It's It sounds to me like a pretty pretty queer league.
0: Yeah, absolutely. What they lack in IQ, they definitely make up for in creativity. Uh, They have a website you can review, and there's um, pictures to prove that each one of these men prefers men in a sexual way. Um, But let's go ahead and dive into it. Uh, The first matchup that we're going to break down is Team Poop versus Pubes of Samson. The victor was Team Poop. Uh, What did you see on these rosters there, Professor?
1: Well, I saw a lot of things. um, Honestly, I, I wasn't too particular proud of either roster. They all looked pretty pathetic to me. Uh, I, I, I obviously, yeah, I, I think that um, neither team deserves to win, if I were to look at it from the start.
0: Yeah, I mean, th- this was a tough one to review. Not a whole lot there. We're looking at Pubes of Samson benching Lamar Jackson week one, knowing that he's going against Miami. Uh, bold move. Uh, I'm not sure that's going to pay out. Cam puts up a, a 5.4 score for him, so <laughs> right. the, the, fact that, the fact that uh, that team lost shouldn't be surprising to that owner if he's not going to pay attention prior to the week.
1: Right, pubes of Samson is quite the idiot. I don't understand why anyone feels confident with a semi-imagined uh, Cam Newton going against the Rams. The, the the Los Angeles Rams versus uh, anyone going against the Miami defense. You know that the Miami team is trying to get first overall pick next year, so it's pretty stupid for anyone to not do that.
0: Yeah, and if we look at the running back situation here for Team Poop, I mean, starting Leonard Fournette, um, his performance is so bad, they'd rather let their backup quarterback throw it 20-something times. <laughs> I think that uh, that says enough for for what quality he has there. Well, yes, of course. Uh, but then again,
1: it, it does hurt having a starting quarterback going down. Kansas City is a pretty soft defense, but yeah, it's it's, it's pretty bad when your your best running back going into it is is Leonard Fournette. That's uh, it's pretty
0: bad. Absolutely, but you know the mistakes don't stop there. We look at the running backs for Pubes of Samson. He's starting David Montgomery. <laughs> um, interesting move going for a rookie running back that is guaranteed to be at a committee week one. Uh, maybe we should have thought about that one for committing to the roster, although the bench uh, the didn't seem to have too much more to offer.
1: <laughs> that's, that's fair. Looking at the, the combined bench here, uh, the only thing that was worth anything on either of your benches was the quarterbacks. Which, uh, that says a lot right there. Uh, one of the things that I do want to feel sorry for, for uh, uh, that would have to be the team poop. that uh, In their receiving situation, Mike Evans going against a pretty, what you would think, soft San Francisco defense only pulled Absolutely. up two points. What a goober.
0: Yeah, I mean, if Mike Evans was a little bit taller, maybe his quarterback could throw it to him and not the other team's defense. They only but, scored uh, twice. It may be uh, something that we see improve, and I wouldn't imagine Evans to continually put up that low uh, amount there. But, um, you know, overall, I guess we could say that uh, Team Poop lived up to the name, uh, but it was still better than the pews of Samson. Right. He got
1: really, really lucky. Let's let's not deny it with Delaney Walker somehow getting two touchdowns. Good for him. Lucky little cuck.
0: Absolutely. Let's go ahead and shift to the second game that we're going to be reviewing this week. We have Kevin 2.0 versus guys Jacobs makes me harden
1: I believe that says guys Jacobs make me hard man
0: um, guys Jacob you know it's just it's a little foreign to me to have a name with so many words um, for for your team name it's also foreign for me to read out something that could be taken so sexual uh, so forgive fair. me professor if it uh, doesn't roll off the tongue there I forgive you dick Thank you. Now, we do have Kevin 2.0 taking the win here. It looks like the visiting teams are kind of getting off to a heavy start. Um, we have the uh, a pretty bad quarterback matchup. right? Uh, but they kind of got lucky there that they uh, both sucked equally. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's not every day you see that uh, the quarterbacks have the exact same score. If Either one of these teams were facing uh, a number of the other teams in the, the league. I think they would have uh, lost that Quarterback matchup been pretty embarrassed, but uh, that right. was, uh, I guess, a match made in heaven.
1: Right, right, absolutely, absolutely. But if you take a look at the running back situation, uh, the Geis-Jacobs team seemed to thoroughly outmatch the uh, Sonny Michelle derek Henry matchup until you remembered, oh, Derek Henry wants to continue his uh, run from the end of last season.
0: Yeah, and you know, I don't expect that to see that uh, from Derrick Henry, uh, a 75-yard screen pass to the house every week. I'm going to go ahead and put that in positive variance category. Um, but hey, those types of things are going to going to happen on the field, and uh, you reap the rewards whenever you put them in the lineup, right? There's a little bit of luck involved in fantasy.
1: Absolutely. Unless you're the quarterback to name to that, then there's, there's none. There is, unfortunately, no luck at quarterback this
0: year. Now, if you, you start to look, Galladay-Juju, this wide receiver combo, on paper prior to the week, it looked pretty stacked. Um, unfortunately, piss-poor showing from both. Right,
1: right, right. Especially knowing that Arizona had uh, Patrick Peterson being out for a bit. And, uh, I, I, I mean, it's New England. You don't expect them to stop people pretty well. But then again... Yes, that was, that was a pretty piss-poor showing. I would have to agree. You expect a lot more. Hopefully next week there will be some sort of rebounding. On the flip side of that, though, if you take a look at Julio Jones and DeAndre Hopkins, uh, that seemed like a much better match. Julio, of course, uh, started off slow, but he sure did finish much better than he started.
0: Yeah, and you know, uh, interesting about that, the owner of Kevin 2.0 made public statements before week one about Hopkins being on the trade block. You think he's going to take those words back? Absolutely.
1: Uh, Looking at his score of 23.1 points, I'm curious how many points a suplex is worth, because that's got to be worth at least five.
0: I'm not sure I follow you there, Professor, but... uh, Did you not see DeAndre
1: Hopkins tackle that young man?
0: Oh yes, yes, I know what you're referring to now. Absolutely, it's well, be next time, time he can to play. Next time he can play touch football.
1: <laughs> he can touch me anyway, as long as he doesn't suplex me like that.
0: You know, I thought the Dallas defense was going to be a good play, mainly because the Dallas Cowboys seem to be the best team in the entire NFL. Definitely going to win the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Absolutely, um, objectively, we have to say
1: this because it's just a fact.
0: Absolutely. Uh, interesting that they had a really good game, but a very low score.
1: Uh, uh, I completely agree. It, it was really interesting. Uh, I I expect there to be some sort of bounce back next week against the Redskins, but who knows. We can certainly say, though, that this Kevin 2.0 chap um, lucked out that Eckler uh, scored 33.4 points in a standard scoring Far surpassing even the combination of all other running backs on
0: his roster. Absolutely. I think this Come is on. where Kevin Kevin 2.0 won the week right here with that Austin Eckler start. It's a clutch start. I think it's going to continue to have performance, but uh, that's, a, that's a nice way to start off week one.
1: I concur. I concur. 113 points. Good for you, Mr. Kevin 2.0.
0: Yeah, I'd like to go ahead and wrap this one up, uh, but I think I have to go ahead and make a statement that we'll be watching both these teams to ensure that there's not any type of discrimination going on. They both seem to leave a brown player on the bench knowing they were going to score high. So uh, there there may be something going on here. and That's something that we're going to keep an eye on as we continue through the season.
1: We absolutely must do that. Racism does not tap home in uh, football at all, unless your name is Riley Cooper.
0: Let's move on to our third matchup. We have the Kansas City Queefs taking on the Chewbacca Defense. Chewbacca Defense took this one pretty clearly. Uh, Let's go ahead and and, uh, highlight that the Chewbacca Defense, number one scoring team this week. Defense wins championships?
1: I would have to say that's accurate. And with 151 points, 151.5 points in a standard scoring league, that's, that's, that's quite impressive in any way, shape, or form. Well, well done on that one, I have to admit. And yes, their defense, uh, even even the Bills happened to get, what, 11 points?
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't think you get much luckier than that. We have it in writing that the owner has sold his soul to the devil. Maybe worth it.
1: I, I would have to agree. I don't think his soul was doing much use anyways. Uh, and on the flip side of that, the Eagles scoring none against a piss-poor Washington team. That seems... Uh, something that will most likely change throughout the season, but <laughs> I, I don't I, I, I definitely think that made a huge difference, but maybe wasn't the deciding factor looking at the quarterbacks, although they both had pretty solid quarterback outings.
0: Absolutely. I think they both had quality starts there for the quarterback. I think the the real thing that jumps off the page of me here is Sammy Watkins started. On the losing team, that's got to hurt to not have a team that can support such a great performance.
1: Well, <laughs> if you take a look at the le- the rest of the lineup, let's see here. <clears throat> Tariq Cohen got 4.9, Peyton Barber. <laughs> uh, so I didn't mean to laugh. 4.5. Yeah, 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 no, that's, that's, that's pretty bad. That's the main. George Kittle, another one. He was hoping to get more out of another 5.4 matchup. It's pretty bad.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and when you take a look at the Chewbacca defense and the way that they stacked up their team. Um, Double D's, uh, that's the, the the name that his running backs have given themselves. Hmm. Uh, the Double D's had a hell of a week. Um, I think the uh, combination of uh, Amari Cooper and Keenan Allen as a good set of wide receivers, right, uh, this right, is yeah. going to be a tough team to beat.
1: Uh, I have to agree. And T.Y. Hilton, people were giving him a little bit of shade because of the losing the luck situation, as we mentioned earlier. But a 20-point outing, two touchdowns, not too shabby for a flex position.
0: Yeah. Also, no, let's,
1: let's not dis, dis uh, deny the fact that he also had Larry Fitzgerald sitting on his bench there, worth a whopping seventeen point three points.
0: Wow. Well, you know, it's going to take some depth to go all the way to the championship. You have to remind everybody this is just week one, right? You can't take this team all the way to the bank yet. But knowing that you have performers like that that are sitting on the bench in your reserves for bye weeks or injuries, it's got to be a good feeling. Absolutely.
1: Also, speaking of bench players left off, let's not forget Marquise Hollywood-Brown sitting on the bench for this little Kansas City queef team.
0: You know, it's got to hurt to have him there, but once you see the damage that the Chewbacca defense did, I don't think it was going to be enough to, to get that win. <laughs>
1: Honestly, actually true. Actually true. Uh, there there wasn't too much that he could have done, 151 points. I mean, that's that's a win.
0: Yeah, and, and I think the only thing that makes this worse is that the Kansas City Queens happened to take on, I don't know, either Team Poop or Pubes of Samson. It would have been a good week for them, but they didn't, so right. they sucked. <laughs> so they suck oh it's accurate that's very accurate well let's go ahead and move on to what i thought was one of the closer matchups of the week if you were following the action day of and and kind of watching on monday night this is a this is a good matchup uh Thielen, my chub versus team hooster um Thielen, my chub taking the win let's go ahead and point out the uh, the big storyline here both teams started four running backs tell me the last time you've seen that professor
1: <laughs> Literally, never in my life have I seen anything like that. And that goes back years, perhaps
0: eons. Absolutely. I mean, having a, a combination of Kamara and Elliot, that's something that you think you could take to the bank, but you can't because you lose sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right, right. Well and, and his other two running backs on there being Mixon and Lindsay, you expect a lot more. Obviously Mixon being injured didn't help things and Lindsay looked like Royce Freeman at the beginning of last year, so it's it definitely was not a good performance from him all the way through. Zeke coming back off of several games missing and Kamara did quite quite good work, but uh, it, I mean in a no in a standard scoring type thing, it's it's definitely not going to be the type of impact that he could have had. Flip side of that, uh Connor and Chubb did also not perform near like they should have. But then you have I, Christian McCaffrey.
0: Absolutely. I mean, you know, you, you take a look at uh, uh team Horster and you know going up against Thielen, and my Chubb, you gotta feel pretty confident. Um you, you gotta be worried about McCaffrey who absolutely delivered, but who saw that performance from Mac coming up?
1: Right! Especially again, no luck. We knew that they were gonna lean heavier on the run, but points, dear me.
0: Um, Though it couldn't help him get a win, I do want to give a a shout-out here to uh, Team Horster. Um, Jets defense, bold move, Cotton. (laughs) Right,
1: right. But then again, I would feel pretty comfortable playing any team uh, or starting any defense against Buffalo. I, I think it's a safe. Josh Allen is pretty much guaranteed to throw, I don't know, two, three picks a game. Maybe a fumble in there. It's not like they're going to do any rushing damage without uh, LeSean McCoy, not Le'Veon, wrong wrong team, thinking of Jets. Shouldn't have put that in there, I blame myself.
0: That's all right, Professor. Don't get hard on yourself. We don't want to have to call another prescription in for you. (sighs)
1: Thank goodness. They already said I can't refill it until the end of the month.
0: Well, I did want to say that Team Hooster uh, and Thielen, my chub, these are two teams that we're going to keep an eye on for the rest of the season. But let's go ahead and move on to another matchup. Uh, we have the Westerosi, Westerosi, Westerosi fear boners. Not sure what I'm what I'm talking about there, Professor. Any insight on that name?
1: I'm pretty sure it's called We Sterosi, but he spelled uh, Nancy Pelosi incorrectly, and she uh, it causes fear boners everywhere she goes.
0: Okay, this makes sense. I'm glad that you were able to shed that light on that terrible, unoriginal name. Uh, Versus the great Cornholio, not much better there. Boners are taking this win. Uh, Professor, what would you see?
1: Well, I saw lots of things. One thing for sure is, uh, starting with the quarterback situation, Mitch Trubisky. uh, Every year I go into it thinking that he's going to have a better season. And he he probably will hit his stride mid-season, but a very underwhelming performance sitting at 8.2. Especially against a pretty soft Green Bay. Granted, it was the first game of the season, so there was still a lot of rust to shake off. But 8.2 is not what you expect against, again, a softer Green Bay defense with so much hype going into the Bears
0: going into the season. Starting Trubisky as a quarterback is not what you expect, to be honest. Uh,
1: it's, okay, that's actually quite fair. Yeah, that's I yes, I probably wouldn't want to start Trubisky. There's, there's of better options, probably sitting on the waivers as we speak. But then on the flip side of that, going against
0: Deshaun Watson, who, heck of a loss. Heck of a loss. That was a game. Oh, what a fucking two-minute drill. Right! I mean, two, two passes the entire field. What confidence, what swagger, I believe is what the kids are saying today.
1: Absolutely. What an erection that everyone had watching him.
0: Now, I'll tell you this. If uh, the the fear boners get to keep playing Ingram against the Dolphins every week, they may be lining up for a championship. Unfortunately, <laughs> they don't.
1: <laughs> that's uh, true. Uh, Ingram, of course, starting his uh, tenure with the, with the Ravens with a 22.7 game. That's, that's quite substantial. Uh, but then again, you expect that with the gameplay being as it is, which you don't expect, again, mentioning Lamar Jackson, with a six-passing touchdown game, uh, you, you expect them to run the ball a little bit more. I'm surprised it was only 22.7. With uh, the commanding lead, but yes, I don't expect having uh, points like that coming, moving in the future.
0: The worst part. Oh, go ahead, please,
1: sir.
0: I was just saying, he can't take too long to uh, enjoy that victory, though. He's going to have to find a replacement for Coleman. Exactly. He's going to be out for a while.
1: It's it's, it's weird. That's one of the things I I, I definitely was higher on Coleman knowing that McKinnon was going on the IR early, but uh, apparently the ankle sprain monster went up and bit him. And, uh, yes, it, it, it sucks because you expected more out of Coleman going against, again, a weak Tampa Bay defense. He had a lot of potential, uh, barring the injury, that obviously held him way less than he should have been.
0: Bold prediction. I think running back one, two, and three of the San Francisco 49ers will all be injured at some point this season, if not <laughs> indefinitely.
1: Uh, that is a very bold prediction I don't think anyone would think that would ever happen they're all extremely known for their health I would go further and say you forgot uh, running back four.
0: Oh, the mustard kid
1: yes exactly the mustard king he, uh, he's he been known to do that and uh, he, he obviously spent a little time injured in the offseason so it's time for him to catch up with the group and get back in that so we can relish his sweet fantasy points
0: let's see what you did there and I commend you for it. Now let's go ahead and take a look at why Cornholio lost Todd Gurley, Carlos Hyde, gross. I think what you forgot to
1: say was Malcolm Brown vulturing <laughs> two touchdowns from Gurley. Obviously we knew that he was going to have some limited gameplay going into it, but dad gone two touchdowns and he looked pretty good in doing it. Gurley also looks good, don't get me wrong, but that's, yes, the, the, the two combined, you expected more out of Hyde and Gurley.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, just as I'm starting to think that's the reason he lost, I go ahead and move down to the wide receivers, take a look, <laughs> look at Cooks and more and think, maybe this guy doesn't know how to play fantasy. Uh,
1: I think you're incorrect on saying maybe.
0: I, 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 I
1: pretty much would guarantee this man's never won a championship in his life. If you take a look at his team, it looks pretty much like trash.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Let's go ahead and give props where props are due here. Starting Hawkinson week one. Um, you know, I, I we can we know that he's drafted to to be an impactful player. I didn't really see this coming. was a little surprised to see this on the roster at the beginning um, of, of week one, but as the points started rolling in, I say uh, take your victory lap on week one and uh, buckle up and let's see if this is going to be consistent. Timeout, timeout.
1: Are you saying you didn't predict that starting a rookie tight end would lead to having the literally best rookie performance of a tight end on their first game ever? You, did, you didn't predict that
0: happening? Call me crazy, Professor, but uh, I like to go off the stats. Dick, you're crazy. You took that quite literally, but um, but but okay, you're right there. Um, you know, I, I think uh, the both defenses were good choices, but if we have to really recap anything, we got to look at this uh, this play of Dante Pettis and the flex. Right, right, absolutely. That's do, you, do you not watch the news? Do you not listen to the reports? Have you never listened to that coach speak? He wasn't on the good side. Quit living in last year. You got to <laughs> drop the kid. He's not good.
1: I, I I he yes yes I'm I'm not disagreeing with that he he has lots of potential still but um clearly he's not a fan favorite uh it would actually appear to me that some of the cornerbacks would be better targets for uh, Jimmy G to be throwing to they seem to score better than Pettis uh, I
0: I won't argue with you there I think that's a, a proven statement well boners you got one one win and uh, now all you need is a better name right, so let's right. uh, Go ahead and move on to our last matchup of the week. And I, I tried my hardest to leave this off the docket because, to be honest, this is uh, this is another one of those shit shows. But uh, we have Easy W for you taking on Victoria's Secret. And uh, Victoria's Secret is a shit show of a team there, Professor.
1: I, I think that you're grossly understating the truth there um giving props uh the man started uh adams and aaron jones going against the at least at the beginning of the season the top defense and they underwhelmed terribly uh and then of course unfortunately with the uh tyree kill kelsey mix up again going against top defenses i do expect better weeks going in and we'll obviously delve into that a little bit more but i you can't argue with that. That's not that's not a good way to start your season with an overwhelming fifty five point five points, which is almost. Was, I mean, it's that's pretty much the score that um, I guess Christian McCaffrey had almost.
0: Absolutely, and uh, you know, having Tyree Kill go down and not going to have him for several weeks. I mean. This team is is really going to be at a loss. There's nothing on the bench to say that they're going to have a bounce back. I predict this to be a losing season and uh, one that I, I, I'm definitely not going to enjoy watching happen.
1: Right, right. No,
0: absolutely.
1: One of the things that is a little bit funny to me is that uh, the starting of Emmanuel Sanders, I think that that was actually one of the a, a few good picks that this man did in his draft because he, he did show that he does have a good rapport with the veteran quarterback in Flacco. And, delivered well with a nice 14.6 giving uh this easy w for you it's pretty much the only thing that uh, was good out of his entire performance other than of course the deshaun jackson getting two 50 yard touchdowns
0: yeah i don't think you could predict that every week but uh it, it's great to see it when it happens um i think that was a solid start i think there's a lot of people in other leagues that didn't have the confidence to start d jacks with the broken finger and uh, you know it paid off here. And uh, I guess he was uh, so confident that there was no need to start a defense.
1: I, I would would stop you there and say not only was he confident to start Djax, he started Djax paired with Olshon Jeffrey, and they both got over fifteen points.
0: Yeah, that's not something I think is going to be uh, a winning recipe moving forward here. But, you know, if Carson Wentz keeps getting in uh, game scripts that forces him to throw those and and, and the connection with Deshaun Jackson keeps up, then absolutely. Unfortunately, you don't get the pleasure of uh, facing Victoria's Secret every week.
1: Oh, isn't that the truth? I just wish I could.
0: I wish I could. It doesn't look like
1: there's anything. Oh, sorry, continue
0: no, something I think that uh, easy for you should be looking out for is Devonta Freeman. Uh, not only was his performance poor, but his offensive line is absolute garbage. And I'm not sure we're going to see much improvement. Professor, what did you see from that game?
1: I, I Honestly, I, I it looked like pretty bad stuff. I think the, the game started off with, uh, was it 21-0 to 0 starting with the, the, the Vikings just running all over the defense. And they didn't get a chance to start a run game. They barely had a chance at a passing game, both uh, the the uh, the work out of who, uh, Julio and um, who is the other Ridley the, uh, the the work that they had at the very end of the garbage time uh, is not something that you would like when you start Devontae Freeman you want you want to be able to be in a game set like you said where you're able to be running the ball more and commanding it more uh, another thing i don't think anyone can plan on is uh, any quarterback going against the San Francisco 49ers and only pulling out 7.1 that's 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 pretty bad too. Whatever you think that I, I still don't understand. I was in a a league the other day, and uh, in the draft it was I don't know the fifteenth round or so, and someone asked the question: Is is something uh, wrong with with Winston? And, and asking if he was injured or such because he was still left out there. To which the the response from everybody was, No, it's it's just Winston he's 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 one that you would want to uh, avoid for sure and
0: uh oh yes yeah yeah no absolutely i see you there and and i think you'll have better performances than that throughout the year but i don't think you can ever bank on that and uh, there were some other options in the waiver wires that definitely would have proven to have been better choices there so um you know professor let me ask you this have we confirmed the owner of victoria's secret have we confirmed that he he is not special needs um Stories would
1: maintain that he is borderline artistic. Okay. Uh, you, you've seen by some of the videos that I've seen that he's posted over things that he uh, he definitely has all sorts of artistic abilities and he's quite creative in the way that he's able to uh, pull out pictures of, of chaps and point them out and talk about how they're trash. And then we look at his team and it's 55.5. 5. Yes, he's, he's yeah. one of the most artistic creative minds I've ever seen.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, it's not an excuse for having a shit team like that, but um, at least it helps the the audience understand what's going on there and and some of the thought or lack thereof behind the decisions he's made. Absolutely.
1: In fairness to them, though, he does have uh, Justin Jackson on the bench. Could be uh, definitely proving dividends, because I don't see Eckler being uh, an all-around workhorse back. Also, he's got Lashawn McCoy to help back up with the Damian Williams. He loves his Chiefs. He loves his Chiefs uh obviously and so having that sort of uh handcuff ish committee type thing with a high powered offense like the Chiefs that's always good and then of course the rookies AJ Brown and Devin Singletary looking forward to seeing what they're able to contribute to him he might have some redemption in uh years to come but this season is not going
0: to go well for him sure you know for someone who loves the Chiefs so much it sucks that he got the wrong ones (laughs) right right Hey, well professor I, I appreciate you uh, giving your thoughts on all these matchups I'm looking forward to a strong week two from the men and tights and before we go uh, let's go ahead and end the show with predictions of what we think is going to happen for next week uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read out the matchup I'm going to give you the name of the two teams and you're going to give me who you think will become the winner who will reign supreme the next week professor are you ready <sighs> Okay, hit me with it. Excellent. First matchup, we have Kevin 2.0 versus Pubes of Samson. Ooh, this one most likely is is going
1: to be going to the Kevin 2.0 team. From uh, the, the the strength he has at receiver, uh, I expect there to be some bounce backs in some of the slower plays that he saw earlier. And I do expect him to be able to capitalize on a
0: pretty
1: pathetic overall Pubes of Samson team. Although, it, giving props, there there may be some caveats in there, the fact that Le'Veon Bell, he, he scored in his first game. I They obviously want to utilize him more, which is weird because you thought Ty Montgomery might be stealing some of his plays. But I, I, I still think I'm going to give the nod to Kevin 2.0. What do you think?
0: Absolutely, I think it's going to be a slaughter. I think Kevin 2.0 is a superior team in almost every position. And if he's Samson, pulls this one off, then it's by luck or the grace of God. Amen. amen matchup number two we have team poop versus guys Jacobs make me hardman
1: <laughs> yes uh, I'm gonna have to say and unfortunately I'm gonna I'm gonna have to lead to uh, neither I think there's a good chance that they will tie looking at uh, the matchups that both of them have I don't really think any of them has the uh, upper hand. Uh, I'm very interested to see if Pittsburgh is able to rebound against the Chris Carson uh, uh, matchup because Pittsburgh at home is a very different story than uh, where they were obviously uh, in the uh, New England Stadium. So in Foxborough is very different. If Chris Carson's able to get running like he did, I could see that being the game maker and, and solidifying the win for Team Poop.
0: Okay, absolutely. I'm going to differ with you on this one. I'm going to go ahead and take the uh, hard man team, and uh, I think it'll be a close one, but I think they pull off the uh, projected upset here by ESPN. Uh, matchup number three, we have Team Hooster versus Kansas City Queefs. What do you got, Professor? Uh, this, this,
1: I believe it's Team Hooster, and... Uh... I, I again, as we mentioned, four running backs starting four running backs. I can't imagine him specifically in a standard scoring not taking the W by a pretty substantial margin. Specifically, since we saw uh, Kansas City Chiefs losing, granted it was to a high scoring, the highest scoring team of the week. Uh, I don't expect the Kansas City Queefs to score near as well as they did last week, and uh, it, it's going to be uh, there's going to be uh, no consent with this penetration.
0: Absolutely. I think Drew Brees on the road is probably not going to be as consistent as at home, but I do expect a bounce back from Ezekiel Elliott there for Team Horster. And, uh, you know, Kansas City Queese, although the Sammy Watkins performance was incredible, I'm not sure if it's sustainable. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give my nod to Team Horster as well. Next up, we have. The Chewbacca defense versus Thielen, my Chubb. Should be an interesting one.
1: I concur. That's probably going to be perhaps uh, just uh, a foreshadowing of what the championship match may look like. Um, One of the things about it would be, again, the four running backs with the Chubb fella It's pretty substantial. I, I always like that in a standard scoring, but then again, matched up against the leading scorer. It it is anyone's game, but I think the biggest difference maker is going to be the Browns versus the Jets. I don't think the Jets are going to have the same kind of success going against the Browns as they did the Bills. And I think the combination of Chubb and OBJ is going to put uh, himself over the top versus uh, seeing Dalvin Cook and DJ going against uh, their very harder defenses within uh, Green Bay and, of course, the Ravens.
0: Interesting. You know, I, I, I expect Amari Cooper to have a, a down performance this week, having Josh Norman at the helm mm-hmm. uh, on the other side. I, I don't know if the bounce back for the Browns is, is going to be this week on the road against a, a team that looked like it had a, a fairly good uh, defensive front. So, you know what? I'm going to go with the Chewbacca defense on this one and uh, interested to see how it plays out. The fifth matchup we're gonna be looking at is ezw W for you versus the Westerosi Fear Boners.
1: Well, one thing about this
0: Fear Boner team
1: is that they um, they should be getting Antonio Brown back. You know, rape aside, he, he should be started. And uh, looks like he's in the flex position against Miami. We've seen what uh, can happen when anyone's throwing to against Miami, much less Tom Brady with the wheelhouse of weapons that he has. I think that with the addition of that, mixed with the uh, dross of a team known as EZW for you, I, I think that I, I give my nod to the Wee Starosi Fear Bonners.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're going to, uh, you know, say that starting players against Miami is a good thing, well, then Fear Boners is going to be your pick, considering in the lineup they have James White, Josh Gordon, and Antonio Brown.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, of course. I wanted yeah, to mention I, the Rapids first.
0: I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give it to the Boners as well. And rounding out our uh, predictions for next week, we have the Great Cornholio versus Victoria's Secret.
1: Well, we've seen the trash that happened with. Uh... Everything Victoria's Secret related. And I I think that the great Cornholio pulls an upset in this. And Gurley goes off. Uh, They finally want to use him because they'll have to rely on him against the New Orleans Saints. And uh, I'm going to give the nod to the great Cornholio over that.
0: Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and go on a limb and take Victoria's Secret. I've been supporting the Special Olympics for a long time. Um, I think every dog has their day. And, you know, by the look of this team, it is being run by a dog. Um, You know, I I think that they have a potential chance to do it as long as they don't start two Kansas City running backs on both their flexes. So, (laughs) pending they uh, correct that, Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put my vote with Victoria's Secret. Well, that'll do it for our episode this week. I want to thank you for your time, professor. It's not easy uh, to link up when you're overseas doing studies on um, whale mating seasons. Um, h- how are your studies going?
1: Uh, it blows, but I you know, can't complain. That is what I wanted to do. Uh, right now, it's really hard because this isn't necessarily the season that they're getting into it. Plus, the problem with whales is they don't like the foreplay as much as, as you know, some people do. Uh, the sperm whales obviously do, but that's a different story. So... Uh, I, 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 I'm I enjoying it right now, but I don't because it's boring. But I know coming forward it's going to be a lot
0: better. Well, thank you for your time, everybody. Thank you, Professor. And until we meet again, this is Dick Burns signing out.